when somebody gets on your nerve, you have a spouse get on your nerve or a kid get on your nerve or a boss get on your nerve, just say, excuse me, go outside and go, woo! And now for Healthy Ways to Express Your Emotions, Part 2. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you joining us today by television or online at brothersoftheword.com or social media. Welcome to today's service. Always a wonderful delight and joy to have you to tune in and join us. I would like to share just a little humor, if you all would humor me. (laughs) Two policemen, they called the station on their radio, and they said, hello, is this the sergeant? Yes, the sergeant replied. And they said, we have a case here, Sarge. A woman has shot her husband dead for stepping on the floor she had mopped. Have you arrested the woman? He asked. No, sir. The floor is still wet. (laughs) Well, I had been sharing on a series on enjoying everyday life. And right in the, I guess in the latter end of that series. I'm still not done with that series, but right as I got toward the latter end of the series, I shared an article that I read that came out on CNBC recently, and it was an article that was studying centenarians, those people who live to be 100 or older, and the article stated that they found common characteristics among people who live to be 100 or over, and two of the characteristics the article focused on. So it did the entire article on just these two characteristics. The first characteristic was they possess a positive attitude. They possess a positive attitude. The second characteristic was they don't bottle up their emotions. They don't bottle up their emotions. And as I read that article, I felt the Holy Spirit leading me and nudging me as this question was in my heart. What are healthy ways to express our emotions so that they aren't bottled up, so that we aren't bottled up? And so this is part two of that series entitled Healthy Ways to Express Your Emotions. Healthy Ways to Express Your Emotions. And when you bottle up your emotions, it's sort of like a volcano, the Lava, the molten rock, it builds up under pressure and it eventually explodes or erupts. And our lives are sort of like that. And so when we experience a lot of hurt and pain and disappointments, anger, frustration, anxiety, and worries, and all of these things, they can bottle up until we eventually explode and it begins to cut 
the quality of our life and the length of our lives. One study showed that it increased cancer when you bottle up. It increased the rate of cancer. It increased the rate of heart disease. And so it literally affects our physical body. So our emotions are linked to our physical bodies. Our emotions are linked to our physical health. There was a man, he died of a heart attack, and he was a vegetarian, but what they found was he was under tremendous stress. So even though he had a great diet, emotionally speaking, he was bottled up with a lot of stress and he wasn't releasing it. He had a heart attack. And so our emotional health, and I understood, and this is why God wanted me to share this. I said, God, this is good. And so I just began asking the Lord. I said, Lord, what are healthy ways to express our emotions? And so I went on a rabbit hunt and started reading a lot of articles and studying and listening to the Lord and letting him put it all together. But I'm just sharing healthy ways to express your emotions, healthy ways to express your emotions. I'll give just a little brief review, and then we'll jump into some of the new ways. We talked about some people who don't have healthy ways to express their emotions. They express them in unhealthy ways. And so that's why you'll see people having addictions, or you'll see them hurting themselves. A lot of young people do cutting. We see suicide is, is kind of creeping up that next generation. We see it a lot. And so those are unhealthy ways. We see people doing dangerous behavior. Those are unhealthy ways of expressing our emotions. But there are some healthy ways to express our emotion. And that's what God really wanted me to share. And that's what was on my heart. The Holy Spirit prompted me. Here's the first way is journaling. And I'm going to give a quick review. Journaling I found that all experts agree journaling is a great way to express your emotions in a healthy way. I brought my journal. My wife gave me this journal right here, and I just completed it. I just filled it up, and when I look back on it, I finished it about two months ago, and I pulled it out. I pulled it out recently, a few days ago. I pulled it out, and I... I wanted to see, I was kind of curious. I said, let me see when this journal started, because I just finished it a couple of months ago. I said, let me see when this thing started. And when I went back and looked at the beginning date, it started 10 years ago. <laughs> I said, wow, man, it took me 10 years to fill this thing up. <laughs> well, I write real small, and... I use the front and the back of each page. <laughs> and the thing about it is not that journaling is, it doesn't have to be a lot. So sometimes I might just write one line. Sometimes I may go weeks without writing. But this is an accumulation of 10 years with my relationship with God. 10 years. Oh, man, this is precious. This is precious, man. This is precious. This is precious. 10 years I spent with God, and I would journal my thoughts. I would journal any wisdom he would give me. I would journal any revelation he would give me on the scriptures. Sometimes I would write prayers. Sometimes I would express my gratitude. Sometimes I would create, I even have a blessing list in here where I would kind of catalog different blessings that would show up in my life. I would catalog them in here. And so it's filled with a lot of memories. I mean, it's a treasure chest. A lot of good stuff, man. 
And so it's very precious to me. This is 10 years of my relationship with God, 10 years with my relationship with God. And I realized, I said, man, I got a lot of stuff in here that I had never taught. So I will be teaching it. <laughs> I went back through it. I read back through it yesterday. I just read back through the whole thing. It took me about, gosh, it took me about two and a half hours. I read back through it yesterday. read through the whole thing. Ten years compressed into two and a half hours. And I, I said, man, I got so much in here that I've never taught. I've never taught. And so I said, man, I said, God, I'm going to teach this. This is good stuff. Man, wisdom, nuggets, revelation. But anyway, all experts agree that one good way of getting your emotions, expressing your emotions in a healthy way is journaling, journaling. I already got my next one. My wife has already given me my next journal. So <laughs> she's already presented me my next journal, and I've already filled out one whole page. <laughs> That'll last me the next 10 years. <laughs> Oh, but it's a great way of expressing your emotions, your ups, your downs. It's a way you can talk to God. It's a way you describe how you feel. You can write your dreams, your goals, your accomplishments, things you want to do, your gratitude list. You can put all kinds of things in your, in your journal. And, uh, but it's a great way to unbottle your emotions and get it all out. We talked about in the book of Psalms is actually a journal. If you think about it, the book of Psalms is a journal. It's David's journal. He journaled all of his emotions, all of his high points, his low points, all of his fears, all of his anxieties, his worries, all of his victories, all of his great moments, all of his moments of worship, all of his everything is in the book of Psalms, but it's really an open journal. Another book in the Bible that's like a journal I realize, I'll tell you later, I won't tell you right now. <laughs> you all hold on to that one, hold on to that one. That'll be your bonus. I'm going to give you a bonus journal book in the Bible. But Psalms, Psalms is the chief journal, and God put it there. I never knew it, never thought about it until I was teaching maybe a Thursday or two ago. He brought it out while I was teaching. Great things come out while you're teaching. And that's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit. And so he revealed it right while I was teaching. He said, Psalms is a journal. And he put it right in the middle of the Bible so you can have an idea of what it's like to express your emotions freely before God. There's one psalm in Psalm 62, I believe, maybe verse 8, I'm not sure, but it says, pour out your heart before the Lord. That's God telling us to unbottle our emotions. Oh, man, isn't that good? Oh, get rid of all that stuff. Unbottle, unbottle, unbottle your emotions. Pour out your heart before me. So that's what Psalms is. Psalms is uh, it's an open journal. Psalms is an open journal. Anyway, there are a lot of benefits about journaling, but I won't. You have to go back and listen to part one. This is part two, so I got to keep moving. But uh, <laughs> uh, the next thing we shared is another way to express your emotions is talking to someone, talking to a trusted friend, a counselor, relative, family member or something someone who you have a positive relationship, someone who will have a genuine interest in you and say positive, true things, someone who you can be vulnerable with, 
someone who will be present and will listen, someone who will convey good to you and encourage you, which leads to greater wisdom in your life and it leads to more positive action in your life. When you have those type of relationships where you have someone you can talk to, someone you can talk to, someone you can share your heart to. And so talking to a trusted person, talking to a trusted person, you know, at our men's ministry, Pastor Nathaniel, he changed the format of our men's ministry years ago. And this is the format he changed it to. He changed it to a forum where we can freely talk to one another. And it became a way for men to have someone to talk to, someone to listen to them. And so our men's ministry, we open the floor and we get to share whatever's on our heart, whatever's on our chest. And so that's the wisdom of God. Way back then, Pastor Nathaniel was already led by the Holy Spirit to allow men to have a format where they're able to unbottle their emotions. And then we have a program here at the church called Private Talk, where you can come and talk with a trusted counselor, another way of unbottling those emotions. So journaling, talking with someone. Then another one we shared was prayer. Prayer. Think about it. Prayer is talking to the most important person. You ever thought about this? The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17, it says, pray without ceasing. One day, I was thinking about that verse, and I said, that sounds like a lot of work. Pray without ceasing. I said, Lord, that sounds like a lot of work. Pray all the time? Holy Spirit said, he responded and said this to me. He said, you're reading it wrong. He said, read it this way. I want to talk to you all the time. I said, yes, okay, that makes sense. That's what prayer is. Prayer is God inviting us to talk to him all the time. Pray without ceasing. Jesus knew it. God knew it. That's why I said in the Bible, Jesus said men are always to pray. Jesus knew that that was a way of unbottling our emotions. God knows that it's a way of unbottling our emotions. And that's why he says pray without ceasing. Pour out your heart before the Lord. Listen to this verse, Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says, Be careful for nothing. Notice this. This is an emotional state of anxiety, anxiousness, and care. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. Let your requests be made known to the Lord. So notice that. So God is saying if your emotions or if you're feeling anxious and full of anxiety, Begin to pray about it. So that's God's way of telling us to unbottle our emotions. Man, isn't that good? Oh, that's good. I just love the way that God put all these little nuggets right in his word to help us with everyday life, everyday living. I love it. And then we talk about practicing gratitude, practicing gratitude. I read a study recently said that gratitude increases your happiness I think it was 22%. They followed a group of people for a length of time. They found that those people were 22% happier simply because they listed five things a week that they were grateful for. They just listed five things a week that they were grateful for, and they measured 22% happier than people who did not. Pretty simple. No wonder the Bible says, in everything give thanks. Giving thanks, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. Giving thanks always for all things. God already knew that gratitude is a way of unbottling our emotions. God already knew gratitude would make us happier. 
Someone said it is not happy people who are grateful. It is grateful people who are happy. Gratitude makes you happy. Gratitude makes you happy. Gratitude makes you happy. I gave a few suggestions that you could take time out of your day to just record three things that you're grateful for. Or you can have a gratitude buddy where you can just text someone every day just one thing you're grateful for. They become your gratitude buddy. You can journal your gratitude. But anyway, whatever method works for you, gratitude is a healthy way of expressing our emotions. We talked about artwork, putting your cell phone down, spending some time with a paintbrush or a pen or a guitar. Creative artwork is an expression, allows you to express your innermost, your innermost person, your innermost being, allows you to unbottle your emotions. Artwork, any type of craft, you will find it true also with gardening. Anytime you're putting your hands in the dirt, All of these are ways of expressing any type of craft, pottery, or any type of craft, arts and crafts, or music. All of these are ways of creatively expressing ourselves, and it begins to release, it begins to release. Singing is a part of that, singing. No wonder the Bible tells us to praise and worship and sing so much. The Bible even says that God sings. Did you know that? Zephaniah 3, 7, 17, the Lord rejoices over us with singing. He rejoices over us with singing. Into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. Come before his presence with singing. No wonder he tells us to sing. Singing allows us to unbottle our emotions. Wow, singing, sing. I started to sing just then. (laughs) I had to hold myself back. (laughs) Singing, (laughs) singing in bottles, sing in the shower, sing in the shower. That unbottles your emotions, singing, singing, singing. Let me jump ahead. I'm trying to see how to do this. Okay, I do it on this one. There's another one I want to cover is screaming. (laughs) screaming screaming is a way of unbottling your emotions not screaming at a person but putting your face on a pillow and screaming (laughs) screaming screaming is a way screaming is a way A.V. if you can play the second video with Ric Flair I want you to see this watch this watch this release
screaming is a way of releasing your emotions. Ric Flair feels good. Ric Flair feels good because he's unbottling his emotions all the time. He's always screaming. In fact, I went jogging this morning and I said, Woo! <laughs> I was running through my neighborhood. Woo! I was just releasing it. I had a few neighbors looking at me, but I didn't care. Woo! <laughs> it makes you feel good. It makes you feel good. It's a way of releasing your emotions. It's a way of releasing your emotions. A few years ago, about five years ago, we had Kimberly and Alberto Rivera here doing a soaking revival for us. And in that revival, they taught us how to do meditative toning. I had never heard of it. But it's a way of sounding out vowels. And they taught us how to go, ah, e, e, o, u. And so this is, is something about toning, which is a lot of meditative practices use it, but it's something that it releases stress and tension and emotions when you hold that vowel. And the, so they had us to do it. Ah, e, e, o. I feel like a music director. <laughs> but when I thought about it, I said, that's exactly what Ric Flair is doing. Ooh, he's doing that all the time. When I thought about it, I said, it clicked. I said, that's exactly what he's doing. That is actually a technique for unbottling. It relieves stress and tensions. It does something in terms of synchronizing the brain waves. And it does a lot. It calms you down, brings a peace and clarity and focus. And so a lot of people use that. They just simply, they take the time to go, ah, eh, e, oh, And so when I heard Ric Flair, I said, wow, that's exactly what he's doing. Woo! He's just going straight to the ooh. He's going straight to the ooh, but it's the same thing. And it actually works. So when somebody gets on your nerve, you have a spouse get on your nerve or a kid get on your nerve or a boss get on your nerve, just say, excuse me, go outside and go, woo! <laughs> You got to get it out. Instead of going off on anybody, just say, I'll be right back. Just give me a couple of minutes. You go outside and go, woo, woo. <laughs> it unbottles our emotions. It unbottles our emotions. It unbottles our emotions. Woo. <laughs> Everybody do it one time. <laughs> oh man my wife and my wife's family she has an uncle his name is uncle harry lovable guy love him so much and he loves me but anytime we have a family gathering and this is particularly at christmas time at christmas time when we exchange gifts and everybody's opening their gifts we only open the gifts one at a time and so when we open a gift one at a time, he will let out a loud bellow. And he would go, ah, woo! 
<laughs> so every time somebody opens a gift and they open it up, he always lets it out. Ah, and it dawned on me. I said, he's doing exactly what we were taught. Ah, e, e, o, he's going straight from ah to the ooh. Ah, <laughs> and he's always the life of the party. He's always the happiest. He's always the freest. And it clicked. It dawned on me. I said, that's because he's screaming all day in this thing. He's toning. He's letting his emotions out. Everybody else is in there frowned up and all that. He's just, ah, <laughs> Oh, man, what a powerful key. What a powerful key. I got to thank Uncle Harry for that. That's a powerful key. He doesn't even know it. He has no idea I'm teaching on him today. <laughs> Tracy, don't tell your uncle that. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, man. I love it. Screaming, screaming, screaming. So your, your boss gets on your nerve. Just, I'll be revving. I need to run to the restroom. Just go to the restroom and go, ah, You got to get this stuff out. You got to get it out. You got to get it out. You got to get it out. That's why I like to see people in church shout. That's where shouting came from in church, where the Holy Ghost would hit them. Notice they'll start shouting, but they can't hold it. They're releasing emotions. They're running and they're screaming. They're shouting. Notice God is emptying. God is clearing out. He's clearing out. So God uses this. He uses our worship as a way of releasing emotions. He uses it. He uses it. Even God screams. The Bible says God, the Lord is going up with a shout. He screams it out. Oh, clap your hands, oh, you people. Shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. It's shouting. So all of these things that God had us to do in worship, it's all a part of not only glorifying him, but God's looking out for us. He's releasing Negative emotions. He's releasing the hurt and the pain, the guilt. He's releasing it. He's allowing us to get it out. This makes you healthier. It makes you happier. It makes you live longer. God is so awesome in his infinite wisdom. In his infinite wisdom. In his infinite wisdom. Man, when I begin to see all of this, I said, oh man, I see it. I see all of these ways. All of these ways. Oh, man, here's another, and I'll probably stop here. Another one is crying. Another one is crying. Crying is actually a healthy way of releasing your emotions. A.V., if you have that next clip. (laughs) Are you crying? No. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. (laughs) <laughs> when I learned that crying was a healthy way to express how much, I couldn't get that movie clip out of my head. <laughs> I said, I got to show that movie clip. I couldn't get it out of my head. There's no crying in baseball, but there is crying in life. <laughs> crying in life is very important. It's a healthy way to release our emotions. Listen to this verse, and I just want to let you know that it's okay to cry. It's okay to cry. We used to view crying as a weakness. 
You look weak when you cry. And that's why men don't cry. Because it looks so weak. You look, you know, emotionally unstable and all of that. And so we've kind of tainted crying. And we had kind of, you know, put a little bad taste on crying. But no, crying is actually a very healthy emotion to release a lot of sorrow, a lot of pain. And sometimes there are tears of joy. You'd be surprised a number of times. I cry in my personal devotion with God when my heart is overwhelmed because of his goodness or because of his love. And I was, I was I like, Lord, you're just so good. You're so generous. You're so gracious. You're so kind. To the point where I just burst into tears because of his love. Crying, but you have to get it out. And so it's a way of, it's a healthy way of expressing your emotions. Crying is a healthy way of expressing your emotions. Listen to this verse. This is Psalms 56, 8. David speaking, he says, put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? It lets us know that God takes notice of our pain. Your tears are precious to him. Notice this. They aren't wasted. God has a bottle. God has a book for tears. David said, put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? God records when we cry, he bottles our tears so that he can keep account of them. He'll remember them and he'll review them and he'll eventually turn your tears into rejoicing. Yes. Bible says that when we go bearing seed, weeping, surely we will come again rejoicing, bringing in the sheaves. And so he turns our tears into rejoicing. Those tears are precious. Those tears are precious. God enters into our pain with us. He takes account of your tears. He reviews them. And God honors our tears. Put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? David knew God recorded tears. But it's a way of getting it out. It's a healthy release. So it's a way of getting it out. You ever know the shortest verse in the Bible is Jesus wept? Jesus wept. A lot of Theologians have a lot of ideas as to why he wept. Some believe he wept because of the unbelief of those around him. Some believe he wept because of the scoffers. I believe he wept because he felt human emotion. He entered into our pain. He saw Lazarus' grieving sisters, and it touched him at his heart. Touched him at his heart. He's a high priest who is touched with the feeling of our infirmity. He entered our human experience to feel what we feel. Jesus wept so he would know what it feels like to cry. He wept to enter into their pain and their suffering. Jesus did that as a show of emotion to say that this is a healthy way of releasing pent-up emotions. It's a healthy release. Jesus himself wept. Because at one time, it was building up in him. If you read the previous verses in John 11, you'll see that it, he started groaning. It was burning in him. It was building up. Jesus finally released it. He wept. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. What a picture we see in Scripture. What a picture we see in Scripture. Jesus wept. Jesus wept. And so, men, I know you don't like to cry, but... You don't have to do it publicly, but go home and get in a little closet. Go to the bathroom. Let's, let's tell your wife, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. 
<laughs> Man, get in there and weep like a baby. <laughs> then when you finish, you know, clean yourself up, come back on. Yeah, all right, okay, well, we can finish talking now. <laughs> Well, man, you just got all that stuff out of you. You just got all that stuff out of you. Praise God. I'm going to stop right here. I think I got a few more that we'll share in our next session. But those of you who are watching by television, I want you to go to brothersoftheword.com. You can listen to this entire series on healthy ways to express your emotions absolutely free of charge. You can also email it to a friend. Thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word because, brother, you need the word. Praise God. Amen. 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 Isn't it wonderful that God cares about our emotions? Cares about our emotions. He cares about our emotions. Praise God. Oh, man. Just feels so good. God wants us free. He wants us free. He wants us free. He wants us free. He wants us free. Praise God. He wants us free. He wants us free. Amen. Amen. I'm going to let Christian and company, if you all would like to sing something, we'll just marinate on that for a moment. And if there's anybody here today, if you want to accept Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you want to rededicate your life, or if you want to join the church, you can come as they sing. So if there's anybody here, you want to say, God, I want to turn my life over to you and or I want to rededicate my life, or I want to join this church. We'll give you an opportunity to do so. You can just come to the altar if there's anyone you want to respond to either of those invitations while the worship takes place. You're welcome to come. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. We'll just worship for a moment. Yeah, yeah, victory belongs to you. Yeah, victory belongs to you. Oh, the victory belongs to Victory belongs to you. Victory belongs, all belongs to you. Jesus, the victory belongs, it all belongs to you. Oh 
victory belongs to you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you. We honor you. We bless your holy name. Amen. 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 We thank C. Elijah for that awesome message. And amen. And you hear so much about mental health now, and especially among African Americans. And sometimes people don't have the money to go see a counselor, but C. Elijah gave him a full seminar today. And and these are definitely some ways that would help him. And I can tell you, if you don't consciously release those emotions, sooner or later they're going to come out. If you don't do it intentionally, they're going to come out unintentionally after they get bottled up. And the ways that they'll come out will be all negative. And just like he listed a list of positive ways, there are a list of negative ways that they'll release on their own. So we thank him for just giving us some positive ways just to turn the release valve to allow the steam to come out. And if you don't do that positive screaming, you're going to do some other kind of screaming that's going to have some other kind of words that are, that'll release them in a negative way. And it causes emotions to rise up on the receiving end. And, and before you know it, negative emotions are going back and forth. So if more people would use these positive ways of releasing, it'll help our relationship with parent and child and with spouses and even at work. So we thank him for just teaching us what it would have cost us thousands to do in counseling. Amen. amen. And I'm going to ask Miss Genesis to come and close us. She, her, she studied psychology actually for her first year at Georgia Tech. So she's familiar with all of these ways and I think in times when she's even got fresh, I think I've even heard her in the room screaming. So she used all of these methods. So <laughs> she opened us up in intercessory prayer. So whatever words she wants to have the next four minutes and closes out in prayer. May you please bow your head and close your eyes for a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for loving us at our best and at our worst. That as we try to be healthy mentally, as we try to be healthy physically for a long, enjoyable life, that no matter what, you will love us whether we fail or succeed. No matter what, you will be there at the next step of every moment of our lives. No matter what, Father God, we will become a better person because we know you, because we fear you, and because we love you. Just thank you that in this process of you coming and living with us, of you coming and changing us, of you being simply you, that we can grow, that we can learn, and that we can weep, that we can shout, that we can laugh, that we can be true to how you've created us. Because again, that is what it means to be loved by the God of creation. Dear Lord, if anyone here is suffering in silence, if anyone here has joy that they feel they have no one else to share to, help us to turn to you. Help us to make you feel real every single moment that you spend with us. Not just real spiritually, but real physically that your Holy Spirit can send goosebumps over us so we know you care when no one else does. So we know that you care when we can't breathe. Father God, that you fill our lungs with your merciful breath that in the moments where our thoughts are overwhelmed that you will put a hand on our shoulder 
and calm us down, letting us know someone will never leave even when things get bad. Dear Lord, whether it's easy, whether it's hard, whether it's joy, whether it's pain, I thank you for being there. I thank you for trying to set us free with your truth, with our truth, with our groans, with our laughter. And Father God, I thank you for being in control of it all. That you are a God who is in control of it all. And that at every moment we can have that memory that in the past you were in control of it all. In the Bible, you were in control of it all. And today and in the future, that benevolent being that was always there with us will still be in control of it all. I love you, I thank you, and I pray. Amen. You are listening to BrothersOfTheWord.com. This was part two of the series titled, Healthy Ways to Express Your Emotions, by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 7984. That's 7984. To listen to thousands of free messages or to send this message number 7984 to a friend, go to BrothersOfTheWord.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's IWantToGive.com. Listen to BrothersOfTheWord.com often because, brother, you need the word. Brothers of the Word.